Our scripture lesson this morning is from the Gospel of St. Luke, the 15th chapter. It is the story of the prodigal son. And Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that falls to me. And he divided his living between them. Not many days later, the young son gathered all he had and took his journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in loose living. And when he had spent everything, a great famine arose in that country. And he began to be in want. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country. The next citizen sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would gladly have fed on the pods that the swine ate, but no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? But I perish here in hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called one of your sons, but treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat and make merry for my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but now is found. And they began to make merry. Now, his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew near the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what this meant. And the servant said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has received him safe and sound. But the older son was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Lo, these many years I have served you. I have never disobeyed your command. And you ne never gave me a kid so that I could make merry with my friends. But when this son of yours comes and was devoured your living with harlots, you killed for him the fatted calf. And the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to make merry and be glad, for this younger brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God the Father, from our Lord, from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know about you, but I think I frequently side with the elder brother in this story because it just doesn't seem fair to me that so many people can just live their lives badly and not follow God. and They seem to be rewarded while those who really try to do the right thing keep to get crushed. We see, for example, currently uh, Russia, a huge country, is trying to destroy Ukraine, a much smaller country, and is just raining down bombs on and, and children and hospitals and schools. And we say, how can this be? How can they get away with this? And yet we know at some point this will end. And despite everything that Russia has done to the Ukraine, Russia will be readmitted to the family of nations. We hope Ukraine will survive, but we don't even know that for sure. And we can say, why do people who don't do anything wrong get away with it while people who do suffer? 
We don't really have an answer, but this parable, I think, goes a long way toward telling us the whole story from God's perspective. And that is that in the parable, if you really carry it on, each of us is the prodigal son. Each of us has been given the blessings of God, and each of us has in many, many ways spent our lives just ignoring those blessings and doing what we want to do for our own pleasure. Now that may vary between, you know, between, uh, I was thinking of a King Farouk, which shows how old I am. He was the king of Egypt and very fat. But it varies between those who are just wanton, you know, crooks and libertines and those who are very pious, except if we're honest, we know that we have not lived up to the blessings of God. We know that because we look at ourselves honestly and we can see that no matter how pious we seem to be, we have been angry and we have sort of stored up for ourselves uh, treasures on earth rather than heaven. You can fill all that in for yourself. But the message of the story is not somehow that the older son was getting cheated, but that God sees each of us as his own children. And God wants for each of us inclusion in his kingdom, inclusion in his house. And when one of us, or all of us, or some of us, when some of us actually see the light and give up our um, angry ways, when we turn back to where God is, God is always rejoicing because God's kingdom is not complete without us. Not complete without you, not complete without me, not complete without any of us. So in order for God's kingdom to truly be realized, we all have to be part of, part of that people. And he offers us that opportunity. And he asks us to look at ourselves in the mirror, see what we've been doing wrong, and then take care of number one before we judge number two. And that is the good news. Thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do pray this morning for those who suffer, especially for the people of Ukraine who, and <coughs> who have been struck with so many devastating turmoils, but for the victims of wars and natural disasters all over the world, for those who are hungry and for those who are lonely, we lift our prayers. But we lift our prayers too for your work, for those who follow you, for those who, even though they may not call on your name, live out your spirit. We pray gratitude for police officers and firefighters, for medical personnel, for utility workers. We pray for our teachers and our farmers, our parents, our shopkeepers. We pray for all those who try to make this a better world. We thank you, Lord, for our president, for our governor, for all the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you of each of you God's peace. Thank you for watching this, everyone. We hope you have a blessed week.